Welcome to the Judaism From Within podcast. I'm Simi Lerner. We have been discussing dispositions. We have been discussing ways of approaching the world and becoming a certain type of being. The calling of the Torah, the calling of the law of the Jewish people, is sometimes to act in a certain way, but also to develop your character into a certain type of person. That's what we've been focused on, under the category of Tyros, which are the philosophical or the social ideas that you are supposed to imbue into your character. Now, we're coming towards the end of this section, and the closer towards the end we get, the more potent these ideas, I feel, become. Because we're speaking about the idea of losh and horror, evil talk, slander, gossip, and how not you're not supposed to speak it. That's not the discussion today but how you're supposed to develop yourself into being the type of person who isn't affected by it. So let's play it out. What is Lashon Hara? Well, on a very basic level, it's when someone's speaking slander or gossip or negative talk about someone else. And we all have a part of us likes to hear that, probably because it makes us feel better in some way. When we hear about someone else, how they're not living up to their values or they've done something wrong, and there's a low part of us that perhaps likes to hear that. So, obviously, on a basic level, we try and avoid these type of people. But let's just say that's not possible. What are we trying to do? And I think the way that Rav Hirsch brings out this mitzvah is that we are trying to create a protective shell around the people we know. Just to give a parallel, when someone speaks badly about me, everyone would tell me that I should not be affected by slander against my own person. I should build a protective shell. I should have a armor. I should be resilient to sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. The idea is I should be resilient to what people can say about me and have the self-esteem and the confidence not to be affected by other people's bad talk about me. I should have enough confidence in who I am as a person not to have my self-worth be diminished. Rav Hirsch says, as a Jew, you are called upon to look at the rest of humanity and have a protective shell around them as well. Yes, you have to obviously put into effect precautions if you have to protect yourself, both in terms of your honor as well as your property if someone's going to attack you. But the other should have a protective shell around them, that when a person comes and slanders them, you might have to put in precautions, but that protective shell of the love and the respect you have for them shouldn't be affected. Now, this idea of a protective shell, a cocoon, that we're supposed to be able to create around other people seems like a very big expectation. But Rav Hirsch breaks it down in a really feasible, manageable way. He first approaches it from a logical standpoint. Why should you do this? Forget about it being a responsibility. Forget about it being the calling of who you're supposed to become. From a simple logical standpoint, the person who's telling you this is a certain type of character. What he's telling you about the other person, what the other person might have done, remember, there's doubt there. It's hearsay. They might have done something wrong. The person who's talking to you, as Rav Hirsch says, he's a, a miscreant. He, he clearly is doing something wrong. Whatever they might have done cannot be as evil as what this person is doing in the here and now. There is a certainty to what he is doing wrong right now. So, in essence, what are you doing? You are taking a doubt 
and allowing it to develop about what you think about another person, to crack this protective shell of love that you are supposed to have built around them based off the hearsay of an evildoer. It's a harsh way of saying it, but that's what a slanderer is doing. Putting this into contemporary language, I mentioned at the beginning there's a part of us that sometimes likes to hear gossip, that sometimes likes to hear bad about other people because of a lack of confidence in ourselves. But the problem is when we reflect on hanging out with such people, it gives us pause. Because we might enjoy on one level what they're saying about other people, but there's a guarantee that they say the same thing about us. The trust we can have with such a person is clearly limited, because it might be enjoyable to hear about some evil about another person, but then I must think, perhaps he does the same to me. How would I want to be treated? What benefit of the doubt would I want the other person to give when this very person was speaking to them about me? It gives us pause. This is the logical structure that Rathersh lays down in an encouragement to build this protective shell around other people and not be affected by what we hear evil about others. So that's the first stage, the logical standpoint. Build that protective shell because you're dealing with a person who is acting in the evil right now about perhaps, potentially, maybe, about what another person had done. Protect yourself, put in precautions, but it shouldn't affect your love for the other. The next stage is the responsibility. What happens when you do this? Let's say you accept the Loshanhara. You have now become a partner. You, you are partner with the crime. It started off as a seed of evil, a seed of venom, and you developed it. You accepted it. You gave it its full fruition. Beforehand, it was latent, and you developed it. You accepted it. So not only are you party to the crime, it's worse than that. You perpetuate people like this. People who speak gossip, people who speak evil about others, they have their issues, clearly. But when we accept it, we encourage it. Without us listening and accepting and changing our approach towards the other, it would evaporate, it would die, and they would be able to move on as well. The evildoer would be able to move on. He would have the courage to perhaps see that what he's doing isn't right because it's not working. I'm not getting the living out of my words as I would like. It's disappearing. People aren't taking it. People aren't carrying this venom and putting... And by the way, the metaphor of a snake is so key here. We call it venom. We call it poison. Why? Because a snake bites and the venom carries itself on past the bite of the snake. And we call it a forked tongue when someone is a gossiper because a forked tongue means they speak with one people in one way and other people in another way. There's a snake-like character, a reptilian character, to people who speak gossip, both from the perspective of the snake itself, cold-blooded and empathetic towards humanity, but also in terms of the tongue, but also in terms of the venom. And if we accept it, we shirk our responsibility as Jews because we help not only in partners to the crime, but we help perpetuate the crime. We help perpetuate this type of character. So, to sum up, we have two reasons why we are supposed to develop ourselves into a certain type of character. And what is this type of character? The type of character that looks at the other with a shell of love. And I say a shell because we don't want it to be broken. We can perhaps put measures in place, but we shouldn't allow the love we have for others be affected by hearsay. And Rathersh built this up on two fronts. First, from the logical standpoint. 
Who is telling you? What is your source for this information? Your source for the information is a known evildoer. As I said, it's a very biblical way of saying it. But someone who is clearly a a vagabond, a miscreant, he's, he's speaking evil. You have that as a guarantee. And you're using that as basis to affect your love, a responsibility we have from the Torah that we went back to, how we're supposed to view the other with love. You're allowing that shell to be smashed by this person? Where's that coming from? The doubt that you might have of the evil that another person has done based off the certainty of the evil that is being done to you right now. And the second point, the idea of responsibility. Not only do you become a partner in the crime, by becoming the type of person who accepts evil talk, you're also perpetuating the crime. Because without you, the venom would not carry. Without you, the venom would evaporate. So, thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.